0: Welcome to Theology Matters. This is Dr. John Clark. And uh, today we're going to continue our study on false gospel response cliches. And uh, we want to consider the false gospel response cliche of repent of or repent from your sins. And before I get started, I'll mention this multiple times through the sessions. But a great resource on this topic is found in a book written by a gentleman named Michael Kikouris, that last name is C-O-C-O-R-I-S. The title of the book is Repentance, The Most Misunderstood Word in the Bible. Again, by Michael Kokoris, it's entitled Repentance, The Most Misunderstood Word in the Bible. I think that's a great resource to have on your shelf. I would encourage you to get that. But a lot of what I'm going to share in the sessions is, is directly drawn from that book uh, as it relates to the proper meaning of, of the, of the biblical word repentance. And, um, and as it relates to salvation, we want to try to explain how the word relates to salvation. But, um, what I wanted to do first is lay the groundwork because many Christian organizations in their attempt to define the biblical word repentance really tend to confuse the meaning. Um, many of them start off with the biblical definition, which you'll see over and over again as I read some of these resources, that repentance means to change one's mind. It comes from a compound word in the Greek. Metanoia is the noun form. metanaeo is the verb form. And it's a compound word meaning to change one's mind, to have an afterthought or to think differently. But what we'll find with all of these organizations and why there's so much confusion with this word is because they impregnate that word with more meaning than, it, than what is justified. And what I mean by that is they say that the word means not only a change of mind, but also a change of behavior or a change of action. And so I want to look at a couple of uh, organizations. I want to start with CARM, which is a Christian apologetics ministry, karm.org, and in answer to the question, is repentance necessary for salvation? This is what their website says. Um, The answer to the question, is repentance necessary for salvation? Is both yes and no. It depends on what is meant by the question. If by asking, is repentance necessary for salvation? The person means that the sinner must first repent, have a change of mind, and stop sinning in order to get saved, then the answer would be no. So, so far so good, but later in the same article we read, On the other hand, repentance is necessary for salvation in the sense that we cannot be saved from God's righteous judgment without changing our minds about sin. And then notice this next phrase, without turning from it and seeking to honor God. And then a few lines later, this statement's made. Repentance is most definitely part of the gospel message, but we have to make sure that we do not make the mistake of saying that our salvation is because of our repentance. Again, we do not want to say that our salvation is a result of our stopping the doing of what is wrong and turning to do what is right. This would be salvation by works. But then later they say this, but repentance is also part of the message of salvation that commands people to repent because turning from sin is what is right to do. And if, if you're not confused yet, keep listening because uh, more organizations communicate a very similar uh, confusing approach to this word repentance. Christianity today Uh, On an article on their website titled, What is Repentance? How does one repent and become saved? The author of the article defines repentance in this way. Repentance is a change in the way I think that leads to a change in the way I live. When you really change your mind about something, it's going to change the way you think about it, talk about it, feel about it, and act about it. I'm suggesting, the author writes, that true repentance is more than just a mental game. Repentance is a decisive change in direction. It's a change of mind that leads to a change of thinking, that leads to a change of attitude, that leads to a change of feeling, that leads to a change of values, that leads to a change in the way you live. Later on, the article says you may be surprised to learn the word repent in the Greek New Testament simply means to turn around. It was a military term that described a soldier marching in one direction and then doing an about face. And when it's used in a spiritual sense, it means to change your mind. And then even further later in the article, he says, but in terms of salvation, you cannot separate faith and repentance to be saved. You must place your faith in Christ for the forgiveness of sins. That decision requires a change of mind or repentance about your way of life. Both happen at the same time, yet many people mistakenly believe they must repent before they can make a faith decision for Jesus. Repentance doesn't mean we completely change our ways and clean ourselves up so then we can receive Christ as Lord. There should actually be no delay or separation between repentance and faith. Notice he's not, they're not disavowing the fact that our ways must be changed or that we must clean ourselves up but he's, he's disavowing the fact that one comes before the other. And so he still makes it uh, a works gospel um, by his own definition. Um, a third group you may be familiar with, BSF or Bible Study Fellowship. Uh, in an article, they list three types of repentance as this. Number one, immediate repentance, which is uh, immediate repentance of the sin is renouncing of the sin and turning to God. They, they say there's a second type of repentance, partial repentance. That's when we feel badly about what we've done, but only make a partial U-turn toward God and will most likely commit the sin again. And then a third type of repentance is unwilling to repent uh, and change direction is when you choose to continue to sin. And so you see that their definition of repentance always has to do with somehow turning from sin or not turning from sin. It's always related to sin and it's always related to a change of behavior according to these false uh, descriptions and false definitions. Uh, Going to a uh, denominational website, the Southern Baptist Convention uh, wrote a resolution entitled An Affirmation of a Sinner's Prayer as a Biblical Expression of Repentance and Faith. This is dated 2012 And they record it in this way, Resolved that the messengers to the Southern Baptist Convention meeting in New Orleans, Louisiana, June 19th through 20th, 2012, reaffirm our gospel conviction that repentance from faith and personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ are necessary for salvation. They cite Acts 20, 20 through 21. And be it further resolved that we affirm that repentance and faith involve a crying out for mercy and calling on the Lord. Romans ten thirteen is a verse they give, often identified as a sinner's prayer, as a biblical expression of repentance and faith. The Lutheran view in the Augsburg Confession, Melanchthon writes that strictly speaking, repentance consists of two parts. One part is contrition, that is terrors striking the conscience through the knowledge of sin. The other part is faith, which is born of the gospel or the absolution, and believes that for Christ's sake, sins are forgiven. In the Apology, Melanchthon adds that if someone wants to add a third part, fruit worthy of repentance, that is a change of the entire life and character for the better, he will not oppose that three-part definition. But in the Augsburg Confession in the Apology, works are a fruit of repentance. They follow contrition and faith, the two proper parts of repentance. And so you see the Lutheran view adds even an emotional emphasis in repentance. Another organization that has a confusing uh, description of the word repentance is Campus Crusade for Christ or CRU. They teach that repentance is number one, seeing your sin and realizing what you did was wrong. Number two, being sorry for sin. Number three, confessing your sin. Number four, asking for forgiveness. And number five, turning from sin. And then in a book put out in 2010 entitled "Fire Seeds of Spiritual Awakening," they say the following regarding repentance: while the two are often clumped together, repentance is not the same thing as confession. Now it's ironic because earlier on their website um, they actually do teach that it's the same as confession. They 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 believe it's it's a synonym. For, for repentance. But here it says it's not the same thing as confession, nor does repentance mean feeling sorry about our sin. Although, again, they described that as synonymous earlier, though repentance certainly can be accompanied by sorrow. Indeed, godly sorrow for sin may produce repentance, but sorrow itself is not repentance. Repentance comes from the Greek word metanoia means to change or transform our thinking, just like the word metamorphosis. So, so far, so good on the definition of repentance. But then it goes on to say, also implied is a change of action, a change of direction. It involves forsaking sin. Theoretically, I could confess my sin and feel sorry for it, but not forsake it. And as I have at times done this, there is really nothing theoretical about it. When people repent of their sin, They cannot go on consciously committing it without remorse. Repentance brings results that affect what we do. Students stop getting drunk. Racial attitudes are changed. People live with greater compassion. Sexual immorality cease. Members of the opposite sex treat each other with respect. Cheating ends. Theft stops and backbiting and unjust criticism become things of the past. Lives and situations dramatically change in times of genuine repentance. Yet it needs to be emphasized that repentance is not a guarantee against failing or falling, nor is it a resolve or pledge to never sin in such a way again. It is a decision to move in the opposite direction from that sin, to never stop fighting against it, to do all in one's power to resist it, to never accept or tolerate its presence and to always pursue holiness in that area. It is a decision to vigilantly fight, vigilantly fight until victory, not a vow to never suffer, suffer defeat. A commitment to wage a war, not win a battle, for such a commitment is not within our power to make. This is a critical Distinction. And so you see how many times in these definitions they go back and forth that um, true repentance means that these things stop, but if they don't stop, that's okay as long as you want them to stop. And, And it just has this really confusing measuring stick that it sets up, especially if it's a prerequisite to be saved. Now, I want to read from one more organization. This is from Lifeway Christian Resources. The reason I'm quoting them is they produce many of the vacation Bible school curriculums for churches internationally. And they have an article entitled ABCs of Becoming a Christian. And in this article, it says this. A stands for admit. A person must admit to God that she is a sinner. She must be sorry for her sin and turn away from sinning. Verses that support this step are Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Acts 3.19, and 1 John one nine. B stands for believe. A person must believe that Jesus is God's son and that God sent Jesus to pay the penalty for sin. Verses about believing include John three sixteen, John fourteen six, Romans 5, 8. C stands for confess. A person must confess her faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Uh, read Romans 9 or 10, 9 through 10 in verse 13. After a person admits to God that she is a sinner, repents and turns from her sin believes that jesus is god's son sent to die to pay for the sins of the world and confesses that faith in jesus she is a christian and knows jesus as her savior and then they give a following uh they give a sample prayer to use as a guide for praying with the child dear god thank you for choosing to love me i know i am a sinner i believe you sent your son jesus christ to die for my sins i believe he rose again and lives today Today, I repent and turn away from my sin. Thank you for your wonderful love and for changing my life forever. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And so you see that the definition for the word repentance is greatly confused. In fact, Michael Koukouros' title that repentance is the most misunderstood word in the Bible, I think is hard to argue with. Um, Based on what we've looked at so far. And what you're going to notice throughout is that not only the, the organizations that teach that one must repent of or repent from their sins in order to be saved, but also the leading proponents of this view, which we'll look at in the next section, always try to tie the biblical word repentance, which means a change of mind. They always try to tie the change of mind to a change of action or a change of behavior and they always try to tie the word repentance of change of mind to sin. They always try to tie those two things together. Repentance in their view means a change of behavior and it always has to do with sin. And what we're gonna show from the scriptures is it does not always have to do with sin. It has to do with a change of mind and in order to understand what the biblical author or speaker is communicating to his audience, as to what they're to change their mind about, we have to look at the context of the passage. And our hope is to do that in the next few sessions.